What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? Podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. With me is my co-host, Matt Reed. Matt, how, how are you doing today? You you were telling me that uh, you know it's the first day turning on the computer in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, last time I turned this computer on, we were partying a little too much and oh, just the right hands. amount of much. Got a little too many hams, and apparently, I don't know what happened at 2 a.m. on that day. But it was not turning on. And I was like, oh, well, this is great. What did what did drunk Matt do to this thing? But we're good. <laughs> we're here. We're here. Everything's good. And it's on. Today we've got Ottawa Cano's very own pop punk prince, Andy Negative. Andy. Hey, what's what good? Yeah, Andy, I don't so what we're talking about is a couple of weeks ago we we had our our two year anniversary stream where okay we um we had some like bands play like and we did it on the live stream and it was super fun but matt also bought five cases of um 30 pack hams beer so that's a lot of beers there's so so many beers and a lot of beers (laughs) in and through the like the 12 of us we drank three of the cases so Oh boy, <laughs> that must have been a day, or yeah, it was an yeah. evening for an sure. Evening for it sure. was just just an evening, so it was very, uh, it was a lot of fun. Your next day must have not been so great. I had to drive two and a half hours home. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. off. That that sucked. And Matt, funny, like I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm gonna, so the world's gonna hear about this first at the same time as Matt. So Matt, on my way home, uh, my car stopped working. I was wondering what was taking you so long to get home. Uh, I did. To, I forgot to. I did. I did not tell you that. Um, it was pretty close to your house. Before I got on the freeway, I was about to turn onto the freeway, and my car turned off. Just turned off, and, <laughs> and I was trying to fucking start it. There's people honking at me, and uh, you know, I just got one of those push start cars. And which is to me, I feel like more terrifying because I don't have control really. Yeah. You know, I'm relinquishing control to the button (laughs) and uh, it did turn back on and I made it home, (laughs) but it's very scary. You are are quite good at turning me on, Mr. Smithers. Mm. Mm. (laughs) So Andy. (laughs) You just released your latest single, Love Sucks. I did. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Tell us, tell us a bit about the song and how's the response been so far? The response has been really great. Uh, a lot of positivity coming my way, which is nice. It was cool because I wrote this song with um, my band, which are a couple of my best friends and just phenomenal musicians. Great, great, great people. Uh, some Like my drummer I've been playing with for like over a decade and my bass player, uh, we've been playing together for a couple of years and they're just like super talented guys. And it was like really fun to work together. Um, I think it really shows in the music too. I don't know. I just, I'm really proud of it. I think it's like some of the coolest music I've had the opportunity to write. And we, we wrote it and recorded it like a couple of years ago, but then, you know, stuff went all went sideways. And then, uh, sure. so I've just been sitting on it this whole time, waiting for the right opportunity to put it out and now felt like the right time to do it. So yeah, it's cool. I, I really like it. I'm I'm proud of it. You know, love sucks is a is a it's a great anti Valentine's Day, yeah. you know, th- theme. You know, because 
you know, everybody's got releasing their love songs. Yeah, I think you obviously yeah. you got the love and the anti-love and stuff, but it it's a good one. It's a banger. Thank I, you. I especially liked your one of your little your promo videos for it. Um, Which one? With uh, with with your with your lady pal. Oh and yeah. She's yeah. like, she's not even paying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you got to promote your song. Not my fault. It came out on Valentine's Day. It is. I picked. I picked that day, so it is completely my fault. So yeah, I had to I pay mean, for that one. But one hundred percent. Yeah. But... You know. I was hoping. I. I was like, all right. I'm gonna put this out on Valentine's Day, and I hope people aren't just gonna assume it's only a Valentine's Day song. And only like two people thought so. So far, it just seems to be like I think it was just a good day to put it out. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, love songs come out all the time. Right, exactly. I, I, 90% of music is love songs. So most or of an, them, yeah, Or yeah, anti, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Some sort of song about love in one way or another. You're either happy about love or you're unhappy about love. Those are the, <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is 90% of music. Yeah. So, I mean, just put just the fact of putting it out on Valentine's Day is just good promotion. I thought so. I'm glad I, you think so, too. <laughs> Indication. Yes. I'm doing something right. Uh so before we get more into TikTok, Andy, oh, no. we know it's coming. Oh but boy. Before we get there, we want to start at the beginning. Sure. You released your first EP, Negative One, in the summer of 2016. Nice. Which is more of an acoustic fronted release. Uh then you released SOS almost two years later with a heavier sound. What caused the change in your sound? Uh so at the SOS style stuff, that was like more kind of what i was doing previous it took okay. me like five years to write sos it took forever uh because it was just just me basically doing sure. all, like this whole thing it was un, unreasonable it took me forever to write it and like the kind of punk rock vibes of that is like more where i feel my wheelhouse is but i came out i was playing in effectively a horror punk band and nice. i felt painted into a corner artistically when that band ended so i did this like acoustic thing because i had a tour booked and I had to go do the tour and I needed music out. And I only had like a couple days to get to like a week, maybe to get like something out there. So I had music out in the world. And so I just did this acoustic thing super fast. I recorded it. Yeah. Like I said, in like a couple days, mixed, wow. mastered out, got it done. And so like, that's why I did the acoustic thing first. Okay. And then I went and did an acoustic tour because I had this whole tour booked. Sure. And then, and then it, I had some time after that where I was like, okay, now I can actually focus on trying to do some really punk rock heavy stuff and uh, kind of dig back into what I wanted to put out, which was the SOS record. Nice. That is an impressive time frame. Yeah, but... it, was, it was not great. <laughs> like, you're like, wow, I got to leave for tour. Okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I got a week. <laughs> let me get, let me get my music cap on. Yeah. I can't but... even imagine writing an album and recording and releasing it in a week. Yeah, I mean, a couple of the songs were already written. Uh, a sure. couple of them I, I wrote really, really sure. quickly, too. But, I mean, you know, also recording them, you know, mixing and mastering and getting it all out in, in that short of a time, that's impressive feat. So, kudos to you. Thank you. Absolutely. So, where did the name Andy Negative come from? Is it is it Greek? Is it Swedish? <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's Australian, actually. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, so, 
Andy is my name, of course. Right. Uh, negative was it was a nickname, as all the best names uh, they were are. It was gifted to me when I was on tour with my with my band, and we were sitting around in the van one day on tour, waiting for the venue to open up so we could load in. And I think it was Hamilton, Ontario, but I can't remember exactly. And uh, we were sitting around shooting the shit, killing time, and I made a joke about not wanting to be alive as you do. And someone was like, okay, calm down, Mr. Negative. And then I don't know it, that just like stuck after that day. I don't know sure. why. Mm -hmm. So I was like, cool. And then I needed a name. So I was like, well, Mr. Negative. And I had this like unhealthy obsession with like the concept of negative numbers. You're like, oh, it's something, but it's moving away from nothing into more nothing. And it has, I don't know. I set up awake at night thinking about it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I think it's like funny that I'm an adult with a child's name that's spelt with a spelling error. So Andy negative. There you go. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. It's very catchy. It's easy to remember. You know, it's uh, it's just always fun hearing the story of where these things came from. And honestly, I kind that's kind of what I thought. I was like, yeah. I'll bet you it's like, you know, from when you know, he's being negative or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I see when I was a kid, I didn't have a nickname. I never got nicknames. However, I was a troublemaker, and me and my friend Mike, um, we would always we would get in trouble because we would cause ruckuses when we would stand in line together. So yeah. they created what was called the Pat and Mike rule. Um, so to where if we were in to, in in line together, kids would start yelling Pat and Mike rule, and the teachers would celebrate uh, separate us. It was it was, <laughs> it was kind of bullshit. Uh, you know, I don't think you should separate friends like that. It's rude. No, I don't think you should do that either. That was, those <laughs> teachers were, were bad. Bad teachers. Naughty. Naughty Awful. teachers. You're, you're going to have your teaching taken away from you. Yeah. I think, well, at that, no, no, that wasn't when I went to a Catholic school. Nuns. nuns. Fucking nuns, man. Crack. They used to crack me on my knuckles and stuff. Really? Yeah. Nuns, nuns were cray cray at the uh back in the day i'm not that old to where yeah. it was like super crazy but there was one you, yeah there was one last like super old nun that everybody was terrified of and uh suck suck oh, yeah. but then i moved well because like, be... i know for a fact like i'm pretty sure my grandmother tells me a story that like when she was a kid and was at a school like a nunnery or whatever like she would actually i think was supposed to be left-handed and had it like beaten out of her <laughs> in like <laughs> no blocked. no lie and i'm left-handed so i'm like i'm like good they didn't they didn't touch me like i would have sued if they had touched me but um, <laughs> well you can't do that shit anymore no, no. Yeah. but yeah, that's what i mean even by like because it's like that was a long that was a long time ago like i can't imagine i went to a catholic school and there were no nuns at all so right and like i said like this was this was like the last nun. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> so that's a terrible uh, movie waiting to happen. Yeah. yeah. The, the last, the nun. last <laughs> nun coming to theaters this summer. Produced by James Wan. Yep. There you go. So Andy, we've been like helping each other and supporting yeah. each other on tick this like and we have this like TikTok group and stuff that uh, I think I don't remember who started. Someone Doug. Did, but uh yeah, Doug. Uh so pretty much from almost the start of both our TikTok journeys and such. Uh, but one year ago, you became TikTok infamous. I did. 
with your video promoting your song When We Were Young, uh, which yes. garnered an impressive 507,000 views. Uh, you, however, got an incredible amount of backlash from scene gatekeepers and just all around dickheads. Yep. Uh, what went through your head during all that shit? Uh, well, first, it was two videos that did half a million. So as far as I'm concerned, it was a million. Absolutely. Take the um, win. I'm going to take that win. And honestly, I knew there was a high probability of upsetting some people with those videos. I didn't foresee the amount of upsetting that did happen, which yeah. uh, in retrospect is really funny. <laughs> And at the time, for like a week and a half-ish, it was like really overwhelming. And I was like, what the fuck? And then, yeah. and then I just kind of was like, well, there's no way this is a bad thing. If I can just lean, if I just lean into it, right, this is, this is a net positive because eventually people will get over it. But it's going to spread me out to more people anyway. And it's going to put me in front of more eyeballs and earballs and what yeah, have absolutely. you. So, I, you know, it's never a bad thing. And people still hate me. Which is great. <laughs> I love it. Give me I, your sweet hatred. I mean, it it definitely did work. I mean, mm -hmm. your numbers like consistently go up. Your uh your video for when we're young. I mean, it got or yeah, when we're young got like fifty five thousand views on YouTube. I think yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's massive. It know? gets it gets like views every single day, and there's always people leaving comments on it and stuff. So. Which is a very entertaining video. How long did you make that yourself? Oh yeah. How long did that take? Uh, the number of hours would make <laughs> would make you uncomfortable. <laughs> fair enough. That's fair. Because I yeah. mean, it looks like it took a long time. Oh, it took a really long time. Yeah, the animation took fucking forever. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't suggest it if anyone's thinking about trying to do something like that. Unless you got so much time, I wouldn't suggest doing something like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. You continue to push hard on TikTok, proving that consistency is key. As we've watched you continue to grow, not only on the platform but also musically. What advice would you give artists and other content creators who are looking to break into the TikTok scene? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, thank you, first of all. Um, and I don't know. So obviously I spend a lot of time thinking about it and a lot of time watching, researching. I think, the, I think the research time is an important time that people maybe don't take into consideration. Is mm -hmm. like you need to go and see what other people are doing, what's working, what's not working, what you can steal like idea-wise from other people and make it your own. And then realize that like right now specifically, we're in a period where people just aren't getting pushed at all mm -hmm. tiktok has everybody they oh, know yeah. that they have everybody and so they're really champing like clamping down hard on views mm -hmm. except for like specific people and you can look and see like we're in a we're in a period where you should be trying as many different things as you can possibly think of you have no idea what's going to work i have no idea what's going to work any marketing person who's like this is what wins on tiktok they don't know they don't know what works because it's all random and you yeah. can see like I go and look at other people's profiles. You will have people with 500,000 followers that get like maybe eight or 10,000 views a video. And mm -hmm. I have like 10,000 followers and I get, you know, anywhere between 500 and 3,000. So it's like to get that 
10% more, that 10 times more, and they have 500,000 followers. Like your, your follower count means nothing. Your right. previous mm-hmm. video means nothing. Your next video means nothing. Like you can have a video pop off and then the following 400 videos shit the bed. So, I mean, right. you just got to keep going. And that's like my approach to art in general is just don't ever stop. Keep trying to learn, keep trying to do different things, keep trying to learning and don't like hinge all your bets on like, well, this will be the video that, that does it. It's like, right. well, maybe, maybe not. Who, who knows? I agree. I mean, it, correct me if, if, if you, you think I'm wrong, cause that's fine. But I think like, well, first off, TikTok was so much different, even just last year yeah. to where it one of the things i thought was so great and wonderful about tiktok is everybody at one point in time had an opportunity to go viral yeah you know it was just like anyone did i went i I mean unsigned pop punk had a couple viral videos you know i mean anything over a hundred thousand i i would i consider that viral you know it's like you you did pretty good yeah that's you did all right yeah yeah and uh that's just not the case anymore like that is pretty much completely gone uh i feel like tiktok now especially you can have like you were saying five hundred thousand followers it, it none of that's important because nobody's nobody watches videos on their on their like their page their followers yeah. stuff yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, yeah. for you page over and over and over again mm-hmm. and i think the strategy behind using tiktok is to hope that that 10 percent will go to anything else will find you on Spotify and stay there or find you on YouTube and stay there because YouTube, those subscribers, that's what they stay and they yeah. come back to you. TikTok is just a constant rotation of new people. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and what's really funny is like in, in Canada, there's no money for TikTok. It doesn't matter if you have a TikTok go viral, you don't get paid. There's no creator fund here. So as a Canadian, wow. I don't even like I don't even consider it as a potential place to to generate income. It's just a place surely to promote and entertain. Right. Uh, people are going to come across me, and then yeah, if they cross over to another platform like YouTube or Spotify, that's awesome. The only benefit is like if you're a musician and you're using your sound specifically in your TikToks. Um, when those sounds get used, you do get money through your, sure. your DSP, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, so there is a potential for a small amount, but I, I just don't consider TikTok even as like a monetary situation. It's literally only for promotional purposes. It's like a business card as far as I'm concerned. And it's mm-hmm. like an entertain. I try to make it an entertaining business card. And I never even tell people to leave the platform anymore because it's like, there's just no point, right? People will either figure it out They'll go look and they'll see you have a link tree or, or I use with Koji, but it doesn't matter. Just like your, your, your link farm or whatever. And then, you know, maybe they come across you on another platform and that's where you make your money. If you're going to make money at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. Like TikTok is just hoping you get in front of as many faces as possible and hope that it goes, goes elsewhere to make you money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So one of my favorite things that you do is you've released songs that one would assume would be covers, such as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> and Invader Zim, yeah. where you would think that they're covers of the theme songs, but in fact are just songs about the shows, yeah. which I think is fucking awesome. Uh, with that being said, 
what is the song that means the most to you that you've released to date? Oh, wow. Uh, I turned it around right on you. Yeah, I wasn't expecting I was expecting a question about those cartoon shows, damn it. Nope. Uh the song that means the most to me. That's like a tough it's a tough question. Um I mean obviously the the newest song is 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 great and I really love it. Probably one more drink for the road is the one that means the most to me and it means more to me now than it even did when I wrote it. Cause when I wrote it, it was kind of this like existential, like, Oh, you know, what if we died and you died and life is just like, or death is just like life. You're just stuck in a bar. Cause I spent so much of my life inside bars. Mm-hmm. And then now, uh, cause I've been sober for about a year and change, maybe a year and a half. And so nice. now like listening to that song, it's like, it's kind of uplifting to me in a way because it's like it well it, even if even if it is like that i'm now in like a section of my life that is not what the previous section of my life was so i just it, i don't know it means it means a lot to me and uh, i got to play it at my halloween show and uh to stand there by myself while having a full band and be playing this like part just me and my guitar where i'm like this is like you know, this is like means a lot to me and just putting myself out there to, to a group of people and having like a really positive reception was like a big, a big positive moment from last year for me. Hell yeah. I remember, I remember seeing stuff about that show. It looked like it was a ton of fun. It was so much fun. Was it, was that yeah, yeah. the sold out show that you played? Yeah, that was the sold out yep. show that I played with Civilian. Nice. That must That's have been awesome. a crazy experience just to have a sold out show. <laughs> the, and not just the sold out part, but there was like, People I've never seen in my life, kids, whatever, that are mm-hmm. singing lyrics back to me from songs I wrote alone in not this room specifically, but rooms just like this that are much that were small. And I'm like, wow, really? Wow. <laughs> Jesus. I don't even know you. <laughs> That's awesome. Where did you find me? Yeah. TikTok. <laughs> you you left me a nice <laughs> comment on TikTok though, right? Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they like no comment. But liquor one sixty nine. Ah, there you are. Yeah, yeah. User six five zero nine three four two. I knew it was you. Yes, I knew it. I could see it. So we found out that you're not only a musician, but you're also a published author. You wrote postmodern urban legends and everything burns. Can you yeah. tell us about the books and uh, where people can find them? Oh, no one ever asks about the books. Yay. Um. So. <laughs> SOS, my rock opera, my punk rock opera, was based off of a story that I had in my head. Uh, I didn't know how to write very well, so I wrote music, which is, you know, I was better at that. But I felt like the story didn't get told properly from the point of view of music, so I I wrote it as, like, a novel. And um, I'm, like, impatient, and I didn't want to, like, pitch to a bunch of publishers and get told no a bunch of times. So I just, like, learned how to format a book. And then I just self-published it because I was like, well, I'm going to put it out now. And I sold like 100 copies, which was sweet. That's awesome. And uh, I write a lot in my downtime. It's like a fun hobby. And I I have a couple other books and stuff I want to put out. Postmodern Urban Legends was like, uh, oh, I'm going to do something fun for Halloween. And I wrote some like really inappropriate um, (laughs) kind of like, they're like, it's like, uh, be careful what you wish for stories. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and again, I just put those out cause I wanted to stretch my artistic legs in a different direction, but you know, mu- uh, music is like, 
music and videos are the forefront. Writing is the hobby that I want to do more of, but people just don't read books like they used to, so I need to start making audiobooks. And if people want to read them, though, they are available on Amazon. And I have one copy of the physical book left, and it's mine, and I don't want to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I um, I I feel you with the postmodern urban legends. I I there is a book that I had I had made floating around. Oh. Um, it's it's called the world is one big orgy it love is it. uh i love it <laughs> it is um it's it's made like a kid's book so like it's a picture book and it's about the history of creation you know and, and basically the concept is i mean everything fucked yeah. in one <laughs> form or another down to like the original organisms you know like they smashed themselves together to create yeah. something new yeah. and so uh yeah the the whole the whole it's a it's an inappropriate adult kids book uh about the creation of life i, I love that that's it, I, i'll take 10 <laughs> it's pretty fun i think you can still find it on amazon however it is wildly overpriced ah, so, that sounds about right yeah yeah so um yeah don't don't get it unless you really want it I'll make the I'll make the audiobook for you. <laughs> I dude, I've also wanted like I I did some pitches. I wanted to be a nice. I wanted to read books. I wanted to do that audiobook uh but they all they they turned me down. Ah, that's a bummer. But you got to keep trying, right? Of course. You just, you know, don't have time to it's hard to find more time. I think that's everything in life. You just got to keep trying. Don't ever Maybe stop. we should maybe we should just do a collab hey, audiobook. Audiobook collab. Let's go. We'll we'll do multiple voices for characters. Right. I was thinking we could just swap each word. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. So we'll we'll have to like rewrite yeah. it. Each oh, yeah. person has a script and you just read just, the word. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll chop it all up and put it together. It, it'll it'll be it'll take so much time. It will not have been worth it. But I, I feel like it will I definitely would, not be it. worth it unless, you know, it wins some sort of audiobook awards. It's what, it's possible. They, are there audiobook awards? I, there's gotta be something? there's gotta be. If not, I'll just make one that's we could like, start our own we yeah, get a grammy that every, one. at grammy that'd be nice yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah grammy i mean every like if everything started with somebody just saying i'm gonna do that so yep yeah that's true so if there's no audiobook awards we can start it that's how i invented pop punk actually and we'll we'll it will just give it to i love that uh <laughs> but we'll you know we'll give all the awards to you and me and will wheaton obviously he he deserves one i think yeah yeah he deserves like every award basically everyone that we don't want yeah yeah <laughs> that we don't want yeah <laughs> uh so we got one more question before we go take a quick break um if you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting out what would it be oh boy upset people as much as you possibly can because people like are going to be upset about the things you do anyway. And that's a powerful tool because you can wield that. You can wield that to just become a better artist mm -hmm. and you will, you will, you're going to suck at first and people are going to tell you that you suck and they're right, but fuck them. Especially if you're not like, like I was going to say, like, don't be afraid to be controversial. And I, I agree with that, but it's like, 
as long as you're being positive, like you, yeah. everything you do is fucking fun and you're just having a good time. So like people hating on you is just kind of sad. Yeah. You know, it's like, do, what do you care so fucking much? You're not being mean. You're not doing anything to hurt anybody. You're just having fun. Yeah, it's why I I don't I hate the the cringy thing, right? But right. you gotta be, but you gotta be cringy if you believe in something and you give it everything that you've got. One hundred percent does not matter. People are gonna look at you and go, "Oh, that's cringy." Well, fuck them. <laughs> You're doing something you believe in. I think there's a lot of shit in pop culture that is very cringy. Probably, uh, yeah. You know, and like gigantic fucking n- nails. I think that's cringy. Not I mean, me, that's but... it ain't my thing. But yeah. you know what? I'm not going to sit and tear a, tear a person apart for it. Yeah. Like, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Like, cringy is all, like, just one person's opinion. Yeah. And people who spend their time on the internet tearing other people down just have nothing else going on in their lives. And that's sad. Right. I Agreed. Like, it ain't worth it. Nope. No. Nah. All right. Yeah. With that, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back after the after the sponsor break. What's up, friends? We're super stoked to tell you that we just partnered with G Fuel. And let me tell you, there is no more pop punk beverage on the market right now than G Fuel. G Fuel keeps you energized, focused, and hydrated. If you go to gfuel.com right now and use code unsigned pop punk, you're gonna save 20% off your entire order. You can get it in the tub form and have 40 freaking servings of flavors like Rick and Morty's Unstable Portal Fluid, which is a delicious strawberry limeade, or get something in the can form like Sonic's Peach Rings or Crash Bandicoot's Wumpa Fruit. Go to gfuel.com and check it out for yourself. Let us know what your favorite flavor is. And once again, don't forget to use our code Unsigned Pop Punk to save 20%. It's a heck of a deal, man. Pat here with Unsigned Pop Punk. We're a community dedicated to building up the music scene by shining a spotlight on up and coming bands. Now, I know what you must be thinking. These guys must be raking in the cash. Wrong. But you can help us help others by picking up some merch. We found what big business is selling shirts for and we slashed the prices. We saw what people are charging for sweatshirts, and we windmill kicked those prices in the face. So pick up some merch from us today. You won't be mad you did. And we're back. Thank you so much for sticking around. We're hopping into, it says our brand new segment, but we've been doing it for, I don't know we're how like many episodes now. We're, epi- mul- multitude of episodes at this point. You know, it's still brand new. And I know that this is the part that people wait for, and they want this. <laughs> and... I'm going to say it again. Pat, your friend Bob, has not messaged me. I've given him a shout-out now four weeks in a row, and he has not messaged me to say well, thank you. Well, here's the deal. Um, you know, you're just going to have to keep on that if you do it. You know, the this that one dude, you know, did 970. Uh, 990, tic- 991. 991, you know, TikToks for, for Weezer, and, uh, you know, eventually it worked. I was uh, so, so happy for him when oh, I saw oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They're coming, they're coming to Minnesota in two weeks, I think. And I'm almost tempted just to go just to revel in the not having to do that anymore. Go get it. Oh, well. But go, I, I, I recently I recently got him into Pinkerton. He had 
was okay. was never a fan of Pinkerton. I'm like, uh, well, it's the best Weezer album, so you should listen to it. Well, you're wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen to this album, Matt. You want to go with the first uh, food question? I will. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna throw a, we're gonna throw a tough one at you. Let's see what we got. First, I'm taking away two things from you. Mm. Okay, I'm saying other than poutine and Tim Hortons, what's the must-have food when coming to Canada? Beaver tails. So what is beaver tails? It's, it's just like uh, uh, other deep, than what you know, tails of a beaver. It's just like deep-fried gluten, basically, and with sugar on top. It's okay. Like, um, uh, there's there's like a. I figured this out with someone at one point that there's like an American alternative. It's just that we we have. Is them. it funnel cake? It's, it's, a, a fu- it's a funnel cake. We just have it flat. Like okay. A, buckeye shaped like the tail of a beaver. Is it what? I like it. A buckeye. It's buckeye? got like peanut butter and it's like deep fried peanut butter. Oh, they do add some stuff like that to them, but this is literally just like deep fried batter. Okay. Flat deep fried batter, and then they put brown sugar and stuff on top of it. I mean, I I like sweets, so they're sweet. I, Okay, I'll dive right into it. Okay. Try one of those for me. Into a pool of it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I like. I feel bad for anyone that eats them because I can just see the heart attack coming. But <laughs> <laughs> that's like a very Canadian thing that you can eat here. Okay. Nice. I like it. So, with a book and a song called "Everything Burns," tell us about your cooking abilities. Are you a great cook, or does everything truly burn? Everything burns. We just set it all on fire. <laughs> I actually cook over an open flame. <laughs> Very chaotic in my kitchen. What, what what would you say is your favorite dish to ruin? Then to ruin, I I really uh, I really like. Um, I just grab things out of the fridge and I just start throwing them at the ground. It's it's very it's not safe to come into my kitchen. Uh, I really make I make pizza from scratch a lot. Okay, it's probably one of my favorite things to make. Um, it takes about a half hour to do, and I love it. What what's uh what are your toppings of choice? Ooh, toppings of choice. Uh, green olives. Okay. Jalapeno. Huh? Ooh. Ooh, and then uh, some nice. I like I like cheddar, even though you're supposed to use mozzarella, but mozzarella is nice too. And then I, I feel like I, a good combo is usually pretty good. That like, can be nice too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that can be nice. And then, uh, well, if there's chicken around, I'll throw some chicken on there. That that'll be nice too. I mean, the correct answer is anything as long as it's not anchovies. I mean, that's you know the, what? That's I, the uh, wrong answer. I like anchovies, though. Dude, so... go. No. All right. Uh, this has been another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? Uh... <laughs> and all of my followers just left. Crap, fuck, I'm back to zero, that's guys. God. Starting <laughs> over again. We could handle the pop punk new song, creating pop punk, but anchovies on pizza that's Mm -hmm. the line (laughs) if there's one anchovy on that pizza dude he's created pop punk and bad pizza toppings (laughs) i have a i have a i have a i have a michelangelo approach to pizza and that's just put it on the fucking pizza and i'll eat it i mean fair i just i i won't fuck with anchovies but i mean i'll take them off that's fair that's 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 a very minnesota answer of you pat just take it off. It's fine. It's fine. I'll, I, don't worry about it. I'll just take them off. I'll handle it myself. Don't worry. It's a very Canadian answer too. Yes. We do that here as well. We're like, that's that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. I, I'm not here to rock I'll, the boat. I'm just here to eat some pizza. I'll eat around it. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah don't yeah. don't worry about me. Uh-huh. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like later on, I'm gonna badmouth you to anybody <laughs> I know. But 
you know, uh, you know, we got to have our, our, you know, our Minnesota nice and, and can, Canadian nice. I told you, I welcome the hate. Please talk shit about me all you want when I'm not around. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, no, it was good. That was a delicious pizza. That Andy negative is a real piece of shit. Do you hear? Do you see that pizza? Mm. He was just <laughs> laughing maniacally as he put anchovies. Yeah. <laughs> He's That's like, I, I don't actually like anchovies. <laughs> you guys paint a very accurate picture of me. Just sitting in your over kitchen. The, just over the bonfire evil. in the middle of the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I support it, though. I'm in. I'm in for it. With that, we kind of on that same vein, I feel like. If there was a re- uh, an Andy negative themed restaurant, what would be on the menu? So it'd be a taco pizza restaurant. And what I mean is mm. there would literally be like full made tacos as toppings on a pizza. So you would buy the pizza and it would, you'd cut it off and you'd have tacos on top of it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a and coffee. <laughs> this That's is, it. I mean, this is, be. you're it because it's because you created pop punk and these are the yeah, things yes. that pop punk kids eat Mm -hmm, and drink mm -hmm. is coffee and pizza and tacos that's it that's 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 how we survive the trinity or or let's be on let's be fair any pizza type item like pizza rolls hot pockets you know Mm -hmm. pizza hot Mm -hmm. pockets bagel bites all that you know that's pizza flavored soda yeah yeah sure Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. taco flavored soda yeah just drinking sour cream. Yeah. <laughs> Chaos everywhere. Mm. We we don't put milk in our cereal. We put no, no, sour, no. sour cream. cream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids, let's go to the Andy. Just Nick fucking restaurant. eating it. You're like, mm, this thick. So good. Uh, thirst quenching. Mm. Yeah. Very. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. This is fine. People <laughs> people die when they come to my restaurant. Yeah. You have to sign a waiver. Oh, gross. (laughs) I mean, just the just the thought of, you know, sour cream and cereal, everything else I'm in for. But uh, (laughs) sour cream and cereal, man, it hurts my tummy thinking about it. Serve it with a spoon. Just glob it yeah, on. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Stir it up. Just pour <laughs> the cereal right in the sour cream container. Oh, you could do that. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. lady that's, style. That's what I do. Um, do you guys have top the tater? No. Okay, so Matt, you, you do you fuck with some top the tater? I do. Okay, and it's superior to Dean's French onion dip. True, true. It, it's so basic. Top the tater is basically French onion dip. Oh, uh, like, okay. Basically, mm-hmm. um. But so I'm uh, obsessed with top the tater and baked lays, just classic baked lays. Just mm-hmm. that's that that's my dip of choice. And when the top the tater gets too far down to where like you're just scooping and it's just all getting your all hands. over your hand, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> then I just take the chips, crush them up, I throw it in the bottom of the top the tater, and I stir that bad boy up, and that's that how I get the rest of it. Big brain energy right there. That's what I uh, I do with the the tostitos queso dip with to- uh, yeah yep you can also do for sure you can do that um but yeah if you ever get the opportunity i think i think top the tater is like a minnesota thing though <laughs> we have we have like philadelphia makes uh onion french onion dip yeah, and sure. then there's like off-brand ones and you probably haven't lived if you've never tried eating it with Ruffles chips, because those those Ruffled chips, mm, 
unreal. I it I do enjoy it with like honestly any I'm I'm down to clown. That's you fair. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I'm I'm ready for it. But here there is a sleeper chip that's also very good with it if you've never tried it. Mm-hmm. Nacho cheese Doritos. Oh, for real. Shouldn't I don't know if we have as, those up here. Like yeah, just the yeah, regular regular Doritos. Oh, the regular ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the regular is nacho cheese. Uh or I just thought it was dust. <laughs> Doritos <laughs> dust. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, cuz also I could be wrong cuz some places I know that the regular flavor is cool ranch. Mm. But not cool. Have you ranch. guys uh have you guys ever tried ketchup chips? I have, yeah. Yeah. There's one thing from Canada that I I really want to try and that and that's the um like the all all spice, not all, all spice. All dressed. All dressed, yeah. All dressed. Yeah, that's a weirdly Canadian chip flavor. I know. I I heard about it because of Letter Kenny. They were <laughs> That show's so good. They're going on about it in the on this last season, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually exactly what it's like living in Canada. It's constantly an episode of Letter Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> and and Trailer Park Boys. If you just mix the two of those together, that's how we live. <laughs> Letter Kenny I, is so so good. I love that. Very good. I've yeah, loved it good. since it was just a YouTube like show, yeah. like just little clips. Frick, that's so funny. I remember when the first season came out. Uh, I watched it three times, like <laughs> in like three days, because it was it, so short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it all of the seasons. It I think like each season's like two and a half hours long. Yeah, they're not long. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I binge watched every season when they right when it comes out so it's good shit matt you fuck with ladder kenny i haven't watched it yet oh i know i know i don't watch much tv though well you're gonna you're gonna bring a canadian on your show and you're not gonna have watched like our greatest (laughs) media achievement oh no no. i'm sorry well i guess that's what you're doing when you go upstairs matt start at season one get to it Get it, It'll boy. Only take you a day anyway, so you'll be fine. Oh yeah, you could get the, you could watch the entire series in a day, easy, easy. Not even breaking a sweat. But that's the end of our food for Do thought. Do you sweat segment. when you watch TV? <laughs> Depends on how much top the tater I've eaten at this point. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't let that one slip. Reasonable. Reasonable. Yeah. Yikes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know. It all depends on what you're doing, I guess. I guess that's uh, fair. <laughs> but now we're going to go into our final segment. <laughs> this is our rapid fire question oh. segment. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. You're going to speak from the heart. You're going to shoot from the hip. Just first thing that pops in your head, that's, that's what you're going with. Got it. All right. Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? Mountain Dew. Horror or comedy movies? Ah, uh, horror probably. Fair. So this is this this isn't an either or question, but do you still listen to the radio? No. Yeah. Most no. don't. No, no, most don't anymore. I wish but I, was... have, I did, but no. Yeah, no. Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. Thin crust or regular crust pizza? Regular crust. Come on. <laughs> Most important question of the show, uh, Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reid? Okay, okay. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, but but 
Tara Reid was in the show Scrubs, which is one of my favorite mm-hmm. shows of all mm-hmm. time. She played a character named Danny, and there's this amazing episode where she's dating the guy who played the soup Nazi. And I had never seen Seinfeld, but I had seen this show so many times that I was convinced that the soup Nazi was like a big part of Seinfeld because of one this character. Episode. And everyone's always talking about it. One episode. One, one episode. episode. And so I will always remember Tara Reid because of the soup Nazi. Dude, I I love that. Uh, I love Tara Reid and Lindsay Lohan. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, both, they're both great. They're both great. And they both did great cinematic like feats of achievement. I mean, like Josie and the Pussycats. Like so good. Ter- so good. That so movie good. completely underrated. So good. And I mean, one of the greatest comedies of all time, Mean Girls. It's like how do you pit wow. one against the other? Yeah. Mean Girls. I can't even like uh, What's her name? I'm, I'm a, her name is escaping me at the moment. Um who wrote it? 30 Rock um, oh, what's her, yeah. what's her Tina name? Fey. Tina Fey, absolutely hilarious. One of the oh. funniest people on the planet. Agreed. Um, absolute, her, absolute comedic genius. I saw that her and Amy Poehler are going to be doing a comedy tour. I heard about together. that together. And interesting. that Matt, I want to pay to go see. Okay, okay. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, like that sounds so funny. Yeah. Uh, we got two more people on TV. Oh, two more. Newfound Glory. Or MXPX. Ooh, ah, fuck, newfound glory. Okay, this is the last one. Um, I have faith in you because it it's a jingle. But uh, since you're from Canada, you might not know it, but you might. So we'll find out. Can you sing for us the O'Reilly Auto Parts jingle? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Andy, you were the first person this whole season. Give yeah. him the redemption. See if he can sing the season last season's one. Okay, I'll give I'll give you the redemption, which is uh, honestly significantly harder. <laughs> Way harder. Uh, can you sing the bagel bites jingle? Yup, me mama. Yup, yup, me mama. <laughs> yup, when the morning come. Nope. That's how about nope. Did that's I get not, it? No, that's the it's Canadian not one. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys ever hear about house hippos? No. Yeah, we got hippos. house hippos here in Canada. They're little tiny hippos that that like uh, that live around the house. They they eat scraps and peanut butter. Oh, oh, okay. There was like this uh, series of of commercials they did for kids back in the '90s, and uh, they were all about like don't believe the things you see on TV. And mm-hmm. one of them was like they do this like little fake documentary about the house hippo. Okay, and they've superimposed a, a hippo into like these house situations there's like it interacting with a cat and it making like a little nest and at the end it's like psych you're an idiot if you believe this child there are no house hippos people lie to you way to be a dumb kid you stupid you dumb kid kid. and uh i always remember the house hippo but you can't do stuff like that anymore because uh the internet moves way too fast true true okay so i'm gonna give you your your jingle redemption though is going to be i'm going to leave it up to you you're gonna sing a jingle that is that is famous for you in Canada. <laughs> this is your redemption. Mattress Mart, go buy a mattress anywhere else. There you go. <laughs> Done. You better get a sponsor call from Mattress Mart tomorrow. 
Right. See, I'm I'm hoping that O'Reilly Auto Parts uh they uh start hitting us up here because we're on episode like ten or something at this point. And uh, come on, come on. that and send it to them. Be like, look, Canada doesn't know about you, but they do now. But they should give us money. It's fair. And and so 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 I'm gonna I'll sing you the O'Reilly Auto Parts jingle Please. so you, you can hear it. So the O'Reilly Auto Parts jingle is oh oh oh. O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Wow, <laughs> it's like it's like that bit from Two and a Half Men where 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 they have to write the anime theme song and they write this like really complex, nuanced <laughs> song, but then it ends up just being like oh 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 Shikuru, yeah, yeah. whatever, <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, it's the best part. I always think of that. It lives rent free in my head. That makes sense. Yeah, it's catchy. You know, I just walk around and I see two two guys just walking, and I think of men because it's two men. You think about men a lot. Yeah, that's okay. Don't you? Always. Constantly. I think of men. I think of women. Dogs that is the other choice. Dogs. I think about dogs a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. I I'm think not... about dogs, cats. Oh, that's my favorite part of TikTok. Cats are okay. Dogs and cat videos. I've trained Instagram to show me nothing but raccoon videos. Oh, I like that too. Pretty amazing, actually. Those are fun. They're nuts. Those things are crazy. Have you seen on YouTube there is a uh, like a YouTube channel dedicated to a raccoon that like eats shit? Like it's like this dude's pet. No, but now I'm gonna go look that up. Matt, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh my gosh! Hold up. <laughs> This is I some of the most this. important stuff that's ever been published on the internet. <laughs> you I, guys, I, I did get invested in the guy from Australia who built a built the whole mansion. The frog, the frog thing. Frog. The frog. Yeah. See. I got sent that yesterday. Actually, I didn't know about it until literally yesterday. But I saw the whole the whole entire saga, and I'm like, wow, some people are really out there doing things. And I'm All right. Making pop punk music. I sent sent it over to you. It yes. is uh it's called Tito the raccoon. Love it. Yep. He this this video is Tito the raccoon tries most popular chips to see which chip he prefers. <laughs> Tito, please sponsor us. Tito. Tito. Tito the raccoon, let's go, buddy. We can't uh we can't keep raccoons as pets here, so I'll never have my raccoon pet. We should They're outside. We should try and get Tito to be a guest on the show. That would be great. I would watch that. Listen to that. Whatever. <laughs> that should be our that should be our our first like in person interview. Our first in person interview. We just start. We start only doing in person interviews with like Jack woodland, Hanna's pets and shit. Woodland creatures. Yeah, woodland creatures. <laughs> just like run out into the forest, like find a squirrel. Like, how do you feel about the current economy? Yeah. We uh, there's this there's this uh fat squirrel that lives in our yard, and my my son named it Big Chungus. <laughs> well you need to get him we need we need him on the episode we, we gotta find guy. big chunkus <laughs> get him on the show well andy that's it though you did it you finished the podcast oh, i made it through nice you made it through now's your chance let everybody know what you got going on where they can find you and what's next i'm andy negative you can find me on the internet at andy negative andy spelled with two n's a-n-n-d-y uh, I have a YouTube channel where I teach and talk about how to do music stuff, how to make it. And then the rest of the place, I'm just 
doing that thing that I talk about how to do. Um, entertaining, hopefully, making songs, having fun, trying to just keep going at all times. Uh, keep love sucks at all costs. Yeah, you can't stop. Love sucks just came out. I'm very proud of it. We've got some other cool music that'll be coming out the rest of the year, and I think we're gonna have some fun. So if you're into fun punk rock music, come hang out wherever wherever you're happiest. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's awesome. Andy, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Thanks for having me. We're going to dive on into our UPP news. Thanks for sticking around. It's time for the UPP news. Yo, I'm such a like a hand talker, especially I've noticed on TikToks and stuff. I'm like, yo, yeah, it's whizza. Uh, for those of you listening, I was making many uh, an anime hand motion, I would say. They but yes, imagine so, what those are. What? They should just imagine what those are. Well, yeah, but just close your eyes. Close your, close eye. your eyes and think about anime motion. And if you've never watched an anime, I want you to think about what you think they should be. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, okay, so we want, but you know, we we say this every week. We want to hear from you. What was your favorite part of the show? I mean, we talked with Andy Negative, and he's a rad fella. Uh, so what was your favorite part of the show? What were your thoughts on the, this week's topics? Um, did we ask all the questions you wanted to know? Do you have any stories of your own to share involving Andy? We want to hear from you. So easiest way, join our Discord. There's a link. There's going to be a link everywhere. You find us. You can find it. Like it, it's it's going to be in the description. Um you can also just go to discord.gg and you'll have to remember this. So just click the links. It's going to be so much easier. But discord.gg slash capital K-Y-R Q-C-3 T-R and then lowercase A-F like as fuck fam, right? Just A-F. Um, yeah. So just click the links. It's going to be so much easier. Discord's tight. It's tight. It's tight. We also have the first episode for uh this week in our new series oh, this month i this wrote month. it wrong matt oh month. my god oh my, oh my god i, I set you up to me. fail i set you up to oh. fail oh my he's fixing it for me okay <laughs> <laughs> this is this episode is just off the rails yes let me try that again this is not <laughs> scripted <laughs> scene we have the first episode coming this month in our new series, we'll be doing on the podcast called The Showcase. For those of you listening, I I, I have arm motions for you. Made you made it like a banner. I, I'm putting I'm I'm putting my, my pat in my pat world on. I mean, you know, Pat and I could could be related. We look very similar. And you wouldn't know that if you're just listening to this, Bob. Anyway, the showcase is an hour-long interview show for up-and-coming bands that have newly formed. Each episode will have six bands per episode, getting a 10-minute interview to promote themselves this is a show every band can submit to so if that's something you'd like to be a part of head over to unsignedpoppunk.com yeah if you go under the podcast tab you can submit your band to be on the podcast or you can submit it to be on the showcase we're starting work for this year's punk rock flea market it's a process. We've been snowed in almost every freaking day, so it takes time. Uh, we're super excited for that. Not much news on that end. More will be announced coming weeks and months. 
We're also planning out the rest of this year's festivals. Boy, do we have some great ideas. Hopefully we can make it come to fruition, right? Hopefully. Hopefully we I, these ideas, these are big ideas, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, so keep an eye on for that, you know, swatch. We'll let you know. We'll let you know where we're going to be. Uh, uh, in other news, such as Twitch, we've got our show. That's back, baby. New Music Friday on Tuesday. This week it was New Music Friday on Tuesday on a Wednesday. Uh, but New Music Friday on Tuesday. Every Tuesday at 3 p.m. And the week. super awesome music video show live every Thursday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on our Twitch channel. That is twitch.tv slash unsigned pop punk. If you're looking for unsigned pop punk, just wherever you can think of slash unsigned pop punk. I mean, it's, it's, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're taking over. Grocery That's the way the news goes. What Matt, what were we saying? Grocery stores, grocery stores. Just look in the unsigned pop punk aisle. Yeah. Okay. And if you're not finding it, that means you didn't listen to this interview because you don't know where any negative started. All right. If you are looking, go to the grocery store, unsigned pop punk aisle. You're going to find Pringles. You're going to find pizza. You're going to find tacos coffee and all pizza and taco related uh items um and coffee coffee <laughs> all those things are in the unsigned pop punk aisle right matt did that's, i get that right aisle. that's the aisle i live in yeah. that's not the aisle that my stomach wants me to live in you can find us at all cub foods <laughs> all, all cub foods also, we're, ex- we're, we're exclusive to cub foods we're throwing the pepto in the aisle now i i hear you elder millennials Pepto is yeah. also on our aisle as well now. Tums. Pepto and Tums. Oh. Sponsor us, please. And ibuprofen. There's also ibuprofen. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Thank you again, Andy. Andy Negative for hanging out with us today. See you all next week. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsigned pop punk let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see thank you all so much